0: Good morning or good afternoon, whatever it may be, wherever you are. Welcome, welcome. This is Janet, and I'm here. It's another Wednesday, and it's going to be a good day. The, the topic of the day is about the waiting pattern, how it, a waiting pattern impedes our soul progress. And this pattern is so pervasive in our lives, we don't even notice it. And so as I'm talking today, you're going to go, oh, well, of course, of course. And it's as if I'm going to be talking to the choir. You've heard me mention parts of this in different healings and different situations that I've worked with, worked on over the the years on the show. So a lot of it isn't going to be new, but it's just coming up. So it's so prevalent in so much of what I do, either for myself or for my clients, for my meetup group. And even on the radio, that I decided to dedicate one whole healing specifically on the waiting pattern. Because again, it is part of the human condition and it is so pervasive that we really don't even think about it, guys. We don't notice it. It just kind of, we're so aware of of fear or we're aware of hurt or we're aware of illness or we're aware of lack, but the waiting pattern almost gets lost in the shuffle. Because it is so pervasive and it doesn't come up right away. As, oh, this is something we really need to to work on. I, I really need to heal this pattern. It just doesn't come up. But it tends to be almost a foundation for so much of what is going on in our lives. And I'm going to get into it a little bit more. But I did want to at least give the phone number. I'm going to remember to do that this week. To call in if people would like to call in. And the it's 646 8565 again 646-668-8565 and you can call in with a question or a comment or a request Uh, you want me to discuss something you want me to do a healing on you I have not had any requests over emails for quite a while now Um, and people don't call in very often because I'm of course I chose a time during the workday because it worked best for me, uh, knowing that the archive shows are available to anyone and everyone. So they're not that many call ins either. Uh but you know me, I've got tons of material. <laughs> I can generate shows for the next umpty ump years for you guys without any problem. The higher self information is vast and i've really only touched the tip of the iceberg i really focus on the self help so much and you know areas uh big areas of concern but over time things will come out you know things will evolve as they always do but the, so this one was really important to me i do want to at least give my website <laughs> i would so often forget to promote uh or promote myself or to at least let you know should you be interested in finding out more where to go my website is janetrichmond.com or higher self voice.com either one will get you there if you want to contact me my email is janet at janetrichmond.com again janet j-a-n-e-t at janet richmond and richmond is just like it sounds r-i-c-h-m-o-n-d.com so Reach out if you can, uh, if you wish. Uh, if it So if you're moved to do so, I would love to hear from any of you, and I will get back to everyone. Okay, so I do want to also announce, <laughs> first of all, I wanted to say that we had, uh, I was at the expo yesterday, no, one, Sunday, the New Earth Expo It was in, Lake Balboa, right right near the Van Nuys Airport here in the valley, the San Fernando Valley in the L.A. area, and it was great. It was a, a Sunday, and it was really terrific, and I want to thank everyone who came. Many people came to my talk, and many people came to my booth, and I want to say hello and thank you, and it was so good to see everyone. The... It was a really terrific expo it it wasn't crowded it was small but there were a lot of really quality vendors there quality services offered a lot of good speakers that came uh, to share their their wisdom so to speak and so it was it was a really good day I really loved it and uh, again I want to thank everyone that was the any of you listeners that happened to participate now now I want to go, oh, I have one more thing. My book is coming out. <laughs> You've heard me talk about it for how long now? Maybe a couple of years. It's actually taken me three years to get it to the point where it's coming out. And I know, just so that you know, that during those three years, many issues came up for me. The writing of that book was propelled me into uncovering more and more and more and deeper and deeper layers of myself. So it's important for you guys to realize that I'm still in process, too. Um, We all have many, many eons of lifetimes and many layers to let go of, to dissolve, to neutralize. And there's nothing wrong with that. We have the time, as I've said often, there's no one with a stopwatch saying, you know, you're running late, you better hurry, you better hurry. And there's no prize at the end if you get there any faster than anyone else. It isn't a race. It's a process, and so I'm in it too. So that book, part of why it took so long, and I see this more in hindsight. I was working on a lot of stuff during the writing of that book, but I got the whole picture just recently, and it was really interesting about how many steps forward, how much movement I made, simply because the process of getting that book written And it was very complex because I probably brought in about 50% of it myself. I used about 50%, and I don't know the exact percentages, but um, a a good foundation or basis of the book came from the Joan Culpepper Higher Self material. And then I uh, filled in the gaps and got more on my own. So there was that process. It was the process of writing and and editing and editing and editing again. You know, how it goes. Well, maybe you don't, but it is really a long, long journey. Anyway, I saw recently the huge amount of movement forward I've done because when things came up for me while I was writing the book, I would go in and I'd work on them. And then things would ease up, and then something else would come up, and then things would ease up. And I didn't track it all. You know, I didn't write it all down. And now, of course, I wish I had. But sometimes when you think things are taking too long, there's more than one thing going on. And that's what I wanted to let you know, that there is no race here. That the next book I write will be much, much easier, much, much more. It will unfold in a way, of course, maybe new patterns will come up, new things will come up, but I really moved a lot during this process. So that was a good thing. And luckily, somewhere in the, in about in the middle, I'd say, the higher selves told me not to set goals. They said, every time you set a goal, if you don't make that weekly or monthly goal, you you see the half empty instead of the half full, and that way you're not uh, really keying in to all the progress you're making. So I stopped setting goals, so I didn't get upset about that. I just felt a little silly because I keep talking about this book, and it must seem sort of like the you know, the shadow under the bed because nobody's seen it. And I, But now it's coming out, it's coming out August 19th, and I will give you more information as I uh, as I can. All right, so now we are going to, I want to start to talk about this waiting pattern, this waiting pattern that is so much a part of the human condition that we don't even think about, that that's something that would be beneficial to neutralize. Again, we are so keyed in often in all the upheavals in our lives and our our hurts, our wounds, our misunderstandings, our poor relationships, our financial situation, our illness patterns, or whatever it is that we're dealing with. And it's not to say that those aren't important, but this waiting pattern is a kind of underlayer a foundation for for what for a lot of our life pattern that and it holds us back. So let me let me explain a little bit more about this. Okay. So okay. Waiting is definitely part of this human condition. And where do we begin? We begin as infants. We wait for the food to be sent, you know, to, to get the breast you know, to get the nipple. We wait for to be changed. We wait to be dressed. We wait, 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 wait to be held, to be hugged, to be uh, played with, to be teased. We wait, wait, wait all through babyhood. And as we grow into childhood, it's our parents that are responsible for us or whoever they, whoever else is part of the team that, that brings up the child, whether it's siblings or grandparents or neighbors or aunts and uncles or, uh, Best friends, whatever it is, there's an awful lot of waiting because these people are in charge of us. These people are responsible for us. Same in school. We wait to move up a grade. We wait to get our test back. We wait. We wait. We write an essay and we wait to get the grade. We we wait for recess to come. We wait for lunch period. We wait to get out. We wait for summer to come. We wait for vacation. We wait. 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 Same with once we get into the job world. Um, We wait for promotions. We wait for raises. We wait for uh, whatever goes on in the job, acknowledgement or anything. We also wait for the significant other. We wait for the right guy or the right girl to come into our lives and, and all of that. We wait for the economy to improve, the government to change hands. We wait for our party to come in, whatever our party is. Uh, We wait to get a job or we wait to get a better job. (laughs) We wait to get a home. We wait to get an apartment. We wait to get a place of our own. There is uh, this very consistent waiting pattern going on throughout the totality of our life. And we just don't question it. Everybody else and their brother, everyone else, every single human being on the planet is waiting for something or many things. And... In addition to that, in the spiritual environment that has been on the planet for many millennia, there's also a waiting pattern. You know, it's waiting to go to heaven and then you get, you know, you move into the hereafter or you wait to be saved by some, uh, a God or something like that. We wait till the Savior comes. Now, I'm not in this, when I talk about the spiritual, you guys have to know, it's never, ever, ever, ever meant. To denigrate anyone's beliefs it is not about that. But these beliefs are truly part of the human condition over time, over eons of time, not only on this planet. This kind of thing is even is definitely in existence on other planets, too. So um, we don't want to have something be the elephant in the room and not mention it. You know, it's not about uh, ignoring something. So it's not about denigrating anyone's belief, but there's also a waiting pattern Inherent in many of the spiritual belief systems, many of the spiritual modalities, many of the religions, many, many things out there is that there's some sort of waiting pattern, uh, waiting to be blessed, waiting to be married, waiting to be, you know, married in the church or something, waiting to uh, tell the Savior comes, waiting to, you know, just a lot of waiting. And you know what I mean. I don't have to go on and on about it. Um, the part, One of the corollaries to all this waiting, and, and it's this kind of thing that I really want to get to, is that we sometimes get confused about the waiting issue with the idea that someone else is responsible for us. Okay? We are someone else someone else is responsible for us when we're children, but as we grow up into an adult into adulthood and we can walk talk work um, drive a car uh, take care of ourselves, have our own children, et cetera, et etc, the parents are no longer responsible for us technically uh, so there's a period of time where others are responsible for us, but the corollary is that when we get to be adults, we can take on the belief that even as adults, others are responsible for us. And so what does that mean? It means that we're waiting for someone else to fix us, in quotes, to make us happy, to fulfill us, to give us the opportunities we want, to uh, bring in meaning to keep us healthy, to give us joy, whatever it is. We can be waiting for someone else to do it for us. You know, the the whole idea of, well, I'll get a better job or I'll get a job, period, once the economy changes and there's more jobs available. Or I won't be really happy until I meet that other person, that, that significant other, and then my life will be complete. All of that kind of thing we that's how without even thinking about it we give over the responsibility for our own joy our own financial being well-being our own happiness our own fulfillment to someone else or perhaps something else like god or the government or mother nature well i'll finally be a successful farmer when the weather changes that kind of thing and It's very, it slows us down in our progress when we're giving responsibility for ourselves outwardly. Now, so much of our journey, we didn't even have the clue of self-responsibility. So much of our journey through the human kingdom, the concept was not there. It is there today. The concept, the, the frequency of awareness is so high on the planet comparatively to what most of us have been through so much of our journey, that we have that concept and it seems fairly logical and it makes sense. I mean, in the free will kingdom, this is really what we are trying to, one of the things we're really moving toward and one of the things that's essential to connect with that we are our own directing identity and that we also have the ability to create the lives we want for ourselves. If we are waiting for someone else, something else to do it, we could be waiting till the cows come home, guys, or till hell freezes over, or whatever analogy you, you could, you know, whatever analogy you'd like to use. And then we can just be sitting in our unhappiness, our lack of fulfillment, our poverty, our, uh, illness patterns, our, Imbalances, wherever they are, are emotional upheavals. We can just be sitting in them while we wait for somebody else to make it right for us. Most of us, at least those who are listening to the show, probably aren't that extreme, probably have moved off of that, at least somewhat, partially. But I'm here to encourage you all to do the healing so that you can get rid of even deeper layers of waiting that you don't even associate with your own well-being because they operate under behind the scenes those those patterns those belief systems those self identities that we've taken on lifetime after lifetime are still in there still having an effect energetically until we neutralize them so even if you are have moved out of the waiting pattern uh much of your life and you've taken a, you know taking taking your life by the hands and you're really doing the techniques and you're, whether you're using my neutralizing and empowering uh, techniques or something else, if you're taking your, your own life by the horns and you are beginning to to really change and shift The balance and and what you manifest because keep in mind what we manifest in the outer reality mirrors all that we carry in the inner reality all the belief systems all the energetics it's a perfect mirror so if you're looking at your life and you see a lack of some way in some way um, you know That means there's still more work to do. Now, the waiting pattern may not come up for you right away, but that's why I'm doing it on the show, so that it's here for anybody and everybody that gets to the point where they're like, you know what, why am I sitting around waiting for the right guy to have a baby, to have a family? Why don't I start one for myself? But you might not think of it that way at first, and you may, without even thinking about it, just kind of put off, put off, put off having a family, and you might not realize, for example, that it just may be up to you to do it on your own. Now, in a lot of societies, we could never have done that before. So why would that that idea come up? Or why wouldn't it come up? Because it wasn't an option in so many other lives. It is an option today. And I'm not espousing that all those single women out there decide to go out and get artificially inseminated or you know, have intercourse with someone and get pregnant to have their children or whatever. I'm not espousing it. I'm just saying that there are going to be so many times where we don't really grasp that we're waiting. We're waiting to have the family. That was just one example. There are options today on that. And think of all the other things we could be waiting for the phone call. (laughs) Does that remind anybody? waiting for that phone call, whether it's the phone call to get the job or the phone call to get the date or the phone call to get the raise or the phone call to find out how uh, a loved one is doing. So we wait a lot for things. Now, there's another corollary to this waiting game that you may not put together. Uh, It's not a pattern that I've never spoken about. This is one that is very intrinsic, it's part of the human condition. And when we're in the waiting pa- pattern, another corollary is that our worth is often tied up with what happens to us. Okay, do our teachers give us a good grade on those papers? Do we get the promotion or do we get passed over? Does a significant other never come or comes? and brings with him or her a really unhappy situation, some sort of abuse or whatever. Does the economy improve? And do we or do we not get a job? You know, there's a lot of the, whatever we're waiting for when it moves in, we often take it as a reflection of who we are and what our worth is. So we are tying our worth to what other people think about us. Now, this has been a pattern that I've been working hard on in the last three or four weeks because I brought in a couple of situations that were disturbing to me, and I thought, okay, I've got to go in and work on it. And it's a pattern, of course, I've worked on many times. But why? the reason it was disturbing was because I was taking an external authority uh, that over my own inner knowing of who I am or what I'm about or whatever it was. So it's really important to revisit this pattern too. I've revisited it quite a few times. And just recently, because a couple of things came up, they weren't things that kept me awake at night, but they they were disturbing to me at some level. And I shared it with someone, uh, a couple of people. And as I'm sharing it, I'm seeing that it is tying my worth tying my uh my own reality to someone else's uh reality about me or someone else's opinion about me or whatever, and if if I was fully standing in my own worth, whatever their viewpoint was about me, it wouldn't disturb me so but it did so I thought, okay, I've got to go in and work on that little one again, and I did so these. Disturbing things, in quotes, are, again, opportunities to realize that we have some sort of hook. We have something that holds us, uh, you know, to something that happens in our external reality. And we brought it in, and now we're aware of the hook. Let's get rid of that hook. Let's get rid of that belief. Let's get rid of that viewpoint or that self-identity, whatever it is. And, again, the waiting pattern is another hook, we're waiting for something good to happen to us and we have the right to shift our lives change the balance, manifest different reality for ourselves change our perspectives, change our self-identities unfold and be self-fulfilled, we don't need other people to make us happy we are social beings and it doesn't mean that we go into some sort of, you know, being hermits or something and just don't pay attention and and don't interact with people, that it's not an either-or thing, as I said. But we don't want to be reliant that our own self-fulfillment, our own joy, our own well-being is tied up because we're waiting for somebody else to do it for us. And we're not responsible for somebody else's happiness either, somebody else's fulfillment. It doesn't mean we can't be uh, supportive and caring and interested in their well-being which is what I did last week and um, I didn't get any feedback on it but hopefully it still was a a powerful uh, healing for everyone and so we are responsible for our own well-being this is what I talked about last week We, we are not we don't have to rely on somebody else to make us feel good Now, it doesn't mean that, that other people won't make us feel good in some way. That's going to happen for sure. But we don't want to rely on it so that when that person or that situation, that condition is taken away, we fall apart and feel worthless again. We want to discover and build and grow our own sense of well-being, our own sense of worth, our own sense of value and acceptance. And I'm talking to the choir because all those people really, all of you listening to me, I'm sure is aware of that. So I'm just validating what you already know. But sometimes validation helps. So I'm validating what you already know. Okay. Now, so we have a lot of things, a lot of things that we wait for. And, this takes us out of that driver's seat. It takes us out of the whole idea that we're our own directing identity, and this is important for us to really understand that if we're waiting for someone else, and it t- because we've been and we've been taken away from the whole idea that we're the directing identity, we're sort of standing in a waiting place. We're sort of stuck. We're sort of uh, not progressing. And I'm here to share with you that you can progress on a regular basis. Now, it doesn't mean that you aren't in a job where there will be raises, there will be promotion, and there will be things that change and shift based on the outer reality. But the more we get out of the waiting, the more we neutralize the waiting for whatever it is, the more opportunities will come in for those things to shift if we are waiting then we are in a state of waiting and we are maintaining a state of waiting that's how the energy works so wait for it. so those things that we want to come in will come in much more slowly if at all so we want to really be careful and be, go in and neutralize this waiting stuff we don't want to be in a state of waiting but if we are Whether we're conscious or unconscious, if we're carrying that state, the outer reality will mirror it and will continue validating that we need to wait. Yes, if we're waiting for the economy to get a job, well, we're going to have to wait for a long time, you know, because we will – there will be other people who may not be as fully locked into the waiting state when the economy starts to improve, gets the job right away. But if we are fully standing in that state of waiting – that's where we're going to remain for a much longer time so that's how it holds us stuck it keeps us really from moving to the places that we want to move to we want to i have the sound down gosh guys i hope you could hear um, yikes i just realized i had the sound way down my eye just caught uh anyway um I'll have my assistant check it tomorrow and maybe she can pump up the the sound for the archive listeners. Anyway, um, so the point is we're in a free will situation. It's the only dimension that's free will, this human dimension. And the reason it's important is that we have to really get this idea that we have not only, it's not only important to, to, to be in charge of our own lives, but we have also have all the tools we need we have that divine energy that each and every soul has that's who we are that's what we use to help ourselves it doesn't mean that we can't use other things to help ourselves it's not an either or thing again but we have that very powerful system that will help us move out of the waiting pattern move out of any pattern that we happen to be in and Keep in mind, because we're in the free will system, and you've heard me say this over and over again, the divine cannot trespass. It can't come in and do it for us. So if we're waiting for some divine higher energy to fix our lives, again, that waiting is going to keep you stuck. We have to, well, I shouldn't say we have to. What is more important is that we understand that we can use the divine and we can invite it in. We can have it a part of our life pattern to help facilitate all that we want to accomplish. Um, I want to give you an analogy, and I'm pretty sure I've given it before. I haven't talked about it lately, so maybe it was a while ago, and I have some new listeners that have never heard it. The divine energies are like natural gas. They're impersonal. And with like natural gas, it's an impersonal energy. So natural gas, we can choose... To use it how we want. We can choose to use it to kill ourselves. We can choose it to uh, use it to burn down our house, some sort of arson. Or we can choose to use it to heat our homes and cook our food. We get to choose how we use that impersonal energy. Now, I'm not implying that a lot of people are going to choose to use do harm with it, but I just wanted to be clear. It's the same with the divine energies, guys. We can choose to use it to help ourselves move forward, or it never could do harm, so it would never be like natural gas that we could burn something down or kill ourselves. The, the, The divine energies cannot hurt or harm ever, so it wouldn't be that we'd ever choose them to harm someone, but the... But we can choose to use it or not. You know, you don't have to use natural gas in your kitchen. You could choose to use electricity. So, in other words, you could choose not to use it. But I'm encouraging you all to choose to use the divine energies. And I show you every week how we can do that and how we can bring it into our life pattern in many different ways to help us in many different ways. You know, you know about the focus of attention, you know all that, you'll hear it again in this next healing. But we can be the directing identities, and we at the Free Will Kingdom, and we can really shift and change our lives. We are in the driver's seat, guys, not somebody else. We're responsible for ourselves. And thank goodness that we are responsible, because otherwise, we're stuck in the waiting pattern until somebody gets the idea that they can help us. Okay? So, thank goodness we're responsible for ourselves. What an opportunity. What a yaha, yahoo, or whatever it is. A yippee. Um, because if we're responsible for ourselves, then it's in our hands. And now that we know about the divine energies, we have the tool. We have the tools. Now, there are many other tools other than what I teach, but, you know, these tools for me have been so outrageously profound, outrageously, incredibly helpful. You know, I come with personal, absolutely personal experience of having my life changed 180 degrees five or six times. I mean, it is so profound, and my friends, my family, my clients, my... Many, many people um, who I've used the energy with have gone through this and who use it on themselves have changed their lives. So I come with this. But for the higher selves, it's never either or. So I also use it, for example, when I go off to the gym and I'm going through my stretching or my workout, I bring in the divine energy of strength or if I'm stretching, divine release or divine relaxation. I go to, you know, get... um, you know, maybe I have a sore shoulder or something, I'll go to the massage, deep tissue massage, and I'm sending healing energy while the while he's doing the massage. I don't just, you know, yes, he's helping me a lot, but I like to enhance the help and to use the energy to uh, flush out, for example, the any residue or any toxins that are coming out while he's massaging, and I'm also bringing in divine healing or divine muscles or divine joints or whatever it is. So I'm inventing ways all the time of how to use these divine energies, but I still go to the, the other practitioners. It's not, I never do anything else. I really eat well, too. I don't just eat junk and, and then hope, well, you know, I'll use the divine energies to um, address any illness patterns or any discomfort i i work to improve i work to prevent um we're in the material world we have to pay attention to the bodies and the bodies are very important as i talked about i think two weeks before so we it's very important guys um this divine energy can work in so many ways so many ways that I just can't encourage you enough to to use it, and that's why I talk about it, but I am very aware there's many, many other ways to do energy healing, many other ways to to work and get help. but again, this isn't an either or you can do multiple approaches um, multiple ways, and you can infuse into whatever else you use those divine energies if you haven't already if it isn't already if it's a modality that isn't already using them in any case. Let's get to the healing now <laughs> again, I'm just gonna give out the phone number if anybody wants to call. um You can call during the healing if you want to call. I would not respond to you until the healing is over because i may I do shut my eyes when I do the healing um but if anybody wants to call, you can call during the healing. And just sit there, and when I'm done, I'll see that you're on there and you can call. Uh, I will connect with you. Again, the number is 646 668 8565. So I really hope uh, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, requests, that you give a call. Okay, so now um, I want everyone, as you know, just to. Make themselves comfortable. Um, take a few deep breaths. I'm going to have a little water here because I just talk, 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 talk. Um, oh, I do want to tell you a funny story. This is an absolutely true story. It's about waiting. And the person who did this told us this story and just was, and it happened to him two or three decades before he told us the story. So, and I may have told it on the radio before, I don't know, but it's so perfect. It's such a cute story. And it's, he he couldn't believe how ridiculous he was. And he, once he became aware that he did that, he completely shifted uh, that whole thing and moved out of the waiting i mean it was like it's such an extreme thing for the waiting but i want to tell you because it's such a cute story so i'm just going to call him um uh, joe and joe uh, many years ago when he was in his 20s he had a reading from the the joan culpepper that um i've talked about often and she said oh you know i see in your pattern you're you have a Acting, And I see that you're going to be a very successful actor um, and you're going to develop that ability and all of that. So um, Joe was very exciting because he was a serious actor at that time. And he really was uh, very excited that he had that, that that Joan had seen that about him. Well, six months or so went by and he decided to get another reading from Joan because absolutely nothing had happened in his acting career. So he goes to Joan and he says, you know, uh, Joan, nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing has happened. And Joan says, well, what have you done to, you know promote your career have you gone out on auditions have you taken classes have you tried to do some networking i mean what what you know what is it that what have you attempted to do in your career and he said i just looked at her like a deer in headlights he said i've been sitting by the phone waiting for people to call me and so she said what and that's what he did and then he burst out laughing cuz he kind of got it instantly he said he couldn't believe it. And she just, she said, okay, Joe, you know, you know, um, this isn't really the way to approach it. You, you still have to make those efforts to open the doors, but you you brought with you the probability, the possibility, the opportunity to move into a, a very positive uh, acting career. And, <laughs> but you also have to put in the time, the energy, and and do the neutralizing and all of that. And he was like, oh, my gosh. But he told that story because he literally sat by the phone waiting for someone to call. And But you know what? Hello? Haven't we all done that in our own way? We all have but we don't even notice it, that we don't notice it's part of a waiting pattern. And, of course, this was, too, back in the early days of the higher self-information coming out. A lot of what we understood over the next few years wasn't really part of the experience yet. We all were hearing it, a lot of the stuff, for the first time. And so there was a lot of misinterpretations, misunderstandings going on, misconceptions, and things got played out you know incorrectly like this and um but we learned as we went you know you don't sometimes learn until you make the mistake but that was just such a cute story i wanted to share it with you um just so that you knew that that uh you're not alone if you're out there waiting for something you're not alone we've all done it we all will do it and it is part of the human condition as i said earlier it almost goes unnoticed because it doesn't uh it doesn't have the impact on us and some of our other issues and our other patterns. Okay, but now, because I sort of started to do the healing, then I went to the story. Okay, I want again. I want everyone to quiet their minds, take a few deep breaths, and I recommend the eyes closed simply because it allows us to focus the attention a little bit easier. In time, you can do any of this work with your eyes open, but sometimes in the beginning, it helps us not to be distracted visually because we want to activate that focus of attention. And so we're we're activating that focus of attention. We're absolutely moving the the laser attention right on this now moment. And you can focus on my voice if you haven't heard me before, using the voice as that laser focus. By focusing on my voice, you can distance other noises, other activities around you. It's okay for them to be there. You can even be aware, but I want the focus of attention right like a laser on my voice. And we are now, I'm seeing the now moment being set up. It's the interesting thing as I see it globally. I know I do have listeners, uh, around the world uh, not many but I do have some and so everyone is being um, I mean I don't have many that are in this country but I do have some in Japan and China uh, Australia um, a few all around and so the now moment is being the higher selves are indicating to me that it's the entire it's moving around the entire planet Um And now with this laser focus of attention, I want us to expand this energy field to bring it into the forever now. Now, I'm seeing the now moment moving and becoming the forever now moment, moving to embrace and encompass the totality of the past, present, and future nows. I'm seeing it encompass the totality of the soul process of each and every individual from past, present, and future listeners. And I'm seeing the now moment very differently now. I'm seeing it, the center of the now moment is the planet. And it is part of the forever now moment, but the center right now is the planet. It is, uh, I think, for the most part, uh, because the souls that are working with us in these healing sessions are from this planet. I have picked up souls that are not, and my sense is... In time, the visual or the symbol will shift yet again. But right now, the now, the forever now moment is encompassing the totality of all the planet at its center. Uh, oh, well, the planet itself has a soul. This is interesting. And the planet itself is being included. The past, present, and future nows of the planet itself is also being included in this forever now moment. It is moved in to be part of the healing process. And, okay, this is another expansion. Thank you, Higher Self. It's exciting. I love the opportunity for the show because it seems to happen often. Uh, So now we have the forever now moment expanded around the planet uh, and beyond into the entirety of the universe, known and unknown, because it is so huge. We're talking about not only the planets past, present, and future now, but all of these souls that are upon the planet that are part of the Uh, healing uh, and the past, present and future. I do believe that there are um, the, the, the listening audience of the show is, is increasing on a steady basis. So my guess is, or my feeling is that there are a lot of people in the future that are part of this now too, you know, as the audience grows. So that's an exciting thing. The more we can get the, the message out, the better. Um, And now we're going to focus on the pure soul essence. And what came up immediately was the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. And it was as if within it had a sun. And it just immediately uh, was active, immediately was there. And all of the pure soul essences of the souls on the planet that are part of this show... um, the, those pure soul essences are almost blinded by the light of the planet. I mean, it isn't, but the planet's sun within, it's kind of a shift. Instead of the sun without, I'm seeing the sun within the planet Earth. Of course, it's a symbol. It's not really within there, but it is so incredibly powerful. And this brings to mind the importance of us connecting with the pure soul essence of the planet. It As I've told you many times in the past, it is really um, carrying... Uh, a very powerful energy, we all have it, but it carries it in great abundance because that is what it's hel- here to help the souls uh, learn to utilize, and that is that divine material balance. And so I'm feeling this connection now, all of us uh, are on the planet, I'm asking that we connect to that pure soul essence of the planet itself, The um, and I'm seeing like energy from each and every individual around the planet sort of moving into that pure soul essence of the planet and it's as if we get a shot of this divine material balance this divine um, beautiful, powerful light that the planet carries and this is going to facilitate uh, a lot of stuff for us because remember the planet this divine material balance is the I have energy and it's the energy to help us manifest from the abstract to the concrete in many different ways. It often plays out through the finances, but not always. And in this way, I'm seeing right away that this is going to help our connecting is going to help us carry from the abstract, the idea that we need to neutralize and move out of the waiting pattern into a pattern of self direction, self identity, self motivation, self fulfillment, self love, self, Uh, worth, all of that, it's going to help us bring that into manifestation within our lives. And so it's going to be facilitating the healing today. This is very, very beautiful, very powerful, and I do feel each and every person with a very significant connection to that energy. And I'm going to ask that each of you, please, uh, you can feel it almost coming in through the feet. That's where I'm feeling it, and I'm seeing it sort of moving in, because symbolically we're standing on the planet, so symbolically the energy is within the planet and under our feet, so that's how I see it. It's just um, It probably can come in any way, but I do feel it coming in through the bottom of my feet, and I'm assuming that many of you, I'm thinking many of you would feel it in that way too, and I want us to just fill up with this divine material balance um, and it 's activating uh, and, and at the same time activating our own dev- pure soul essence, blending the energies, uh, expanding the energies, moving the pure soul essence light, not only ours, but the light of the planet itself, moving it into in through and around the totality of the soul process uh, through the past, present and future now through the entirety of the forever now moment. And wow. This just was a few, many, huge amount of upticks of energy. I mean, just when I thought it, it couldn't get any more powerful, whoa! It is so brilliant. It's filling the universe. I'm telling you, it is unbelievable. And this energy is going out, and it's helping not only souls that are coming to it, like I've talked before, but it's so powerful, it, it almost can't be contained. It is this incredibly massive energy that is moving out into the known and unknown parts of the universe to help wherever it can. It's 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 even though we're we're within the forever now moment, again it's an energy field. It doesn't have solid walls. No way. The the a light is just permeating and moving through past the forever now moments because there were souls before our past nows, and they're they're going to be you know there's so there's souls that are way in the future now beyond our future now it is reaching so it's just so huge guys wow wow it's just exciting it's beautiful it's powerful and this energy is set up for us to utilize and so now i want everyone to focus on the Totality of the conglomerate higher self. And this energy is just, you know, it's so huge. I can't even, I can't even, I can't, I can't, I can't grasp it somehow. It's coming in in such a way and becoming part of the energy we've already set up. But it's so vast. It's beyond my my abilities, at least as they are now, to fully grasp the enormity of the higher self energy. And I do feel um, that there's energy now coming from the six-dimensional realm. Um, Many of the... I'm not going to explain all that, but just know that there is um, so much energy coming in here. It's as if there's really been this giant uptick for us guys giant uptick thanks to you guys Um, we're all in this together and now I'm um, I'm going to call on the amalgamation with the originating source of all there is as you know we are always connected with it but the originating source you know we are being engulfed within it and it is adding its resources as infinite infinite resources There is no, there's nothing lacking here. We are absolutely engulfed in some very powerful energy that will guarantee that we will be doing the healing on the very highest level. Now, the interesting thing is that I'm not getting the symbol of the wheel. What I'm getting is the symbol of an orb like the earth. So we are standing around the circumference or not the circumference, around the outer symbolic rim of the earth or the orb and I'm activating the rainbow bridge energy and what it's doing is it's connecting the chakras as always to the originating source and now the rainbow bridge energy is moving from each and every one of us around the globe to the symbolic center of the earth um, and it's creating a hub there (laughs) Uh, similar to how we did it before but the hub is not only made of the rainbow bridge energy but it is now we are it is centered within this gigantic pure soul essence light um, and it's it feels like this tremendous light of clarity this tremendous light of expansion this tremendous light of um, involvement uh, evolutionary enlightenment um, It is, it's amazing. And, you know, I I don't, because I'm on the radio, have the time to sit and fully focus on what all of this is carrying. All I am seeing is an incredible space. It's protected. It is uh, powerful. This space where we're going to be working on the waiting pattern. This waiting pattern, you know, seems, seems so interesting to me that this is, happening all when I'm working on the waiting pattern because we think of the waiting pattern as maybe being not that essential but it's telling me that this waiting pattern is absolutely essential that we neutralize it this is a big part of what by neutralizing how we can really begin to move forward and what I'm seeing is I'm seeing that symbolic humanoid figure standing within this light and it is waiting but guess what it gets it's waiting for things in its mind that is that is good but i'm seeing it getting hit by sort of bomb like things because while we're in the waiting pattern things happen to us things out of our control and this is where the higher selves are having me start that i didn't speak about this so much um it was implied in some of what i said but part of the waiting pattern also is that we have fear and we're waiting for something bad to happen and so that is another part of the waiting pattern and the higher self want us all to release that fear that part of the waiting pattern and all the experiences of receiving bad things whether it's a bomb or being hit with by a truck or getting fired when we're thinking we're gonna get a promotion, or whatever it is, the unexpected coming in, the unexpected bad things that we we have brought into our life pattern, because this is part of the waiting pattern too. And the fear about that, the fear that something negative, like, you know, um, I live in a big city and I'm exposed to all the, the fumes of the automobiles, et cetera, et cetera, maybe I'm gonna die of lung cancer. Or you know something like that so I want everyone to release the fear of what we wait for we you know we're waiting you know I grew up in a family that all they did is eat fried foods well what's gonna happen to my is my liver gonna go my kidney what's gonna happen to me you know am I gonna get some sort of uh, tumors in my stomach or something uh, I'm making it up guys but we all have these kind of things my grandmother on my my biological father's side she got senility. It wasn't Alzheimer's, but it was uh, senility. And so, for for a while, I was waiting to see was I going to be senile. And you know, I neutralized that enough that I no longer worry about it because I'm I'm addressing all avenues and all uh, from all arenas my health, including my mental health. And I my mind seems to be improving, not not getting worse. So I'm no longer waiting. But we all have those things and it's especially difficult when we have parents who have illnesses like diabetes or something that is tied often to genetically. So we want to release all of that waiting for something bad to happen. We absolutely want to release anything and everything that negative, the, the unexpected and all the fear that goes along with it and all the suffering and all the suffering and I'm seeing I'm seeing the the symbol on the that's on this hub within this beautiful lighted spot uh, it's just so easily it's as if the bombs that are coming to hit it have turned around and have moved back in the light. They never get to the thing they never get to this the symbolic uh conglomerate human figure. It's as if it's the healing is happening so fast that the bombs—it hadn't, even before it had completely cleared—the bombs would come in. The bombs being symbolic of the unexpected, they wouldn't get to the the actual symbol. They would turn around and just start to dissolve in the light. It's it's as if they're deflected out. And so I really love that. So we're we're releasing all that fear and all that belief. That something bad's going to happen, whether it's from you know a belief that we' in karma of some sort, a belief that we, we deserve punishment or we deserve bad, uh, or the belief that we don't deserve good, or anything, whatever those beliefs are, known and unknown, please everyone, because it is a very powerful tool to release this waiting p- pattern, the fear of something bad, and as we continue to release, I'm seeing the number of bombs starting to reduce. So first they started to come in and they, they were deflected off and deflected into the light. Now I'm seeing fewer and fewer. So that means everyone is doing a really good job uh, to release the belief systems. You know, I'm the unlucky one. I'm the one that never gets the good. i always the you know, the one that gets dealt the bad hand. And so all of those belief systems, whether you have it in this lifetime or not, uh, we've had it certainly in some lifetimes, you know, it's just my luck. I'll be the first one that, you know, gets fired or whatever. We all have that, this 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 viewpoint of ourselves from some lives. So please release all of that because I want to see the symbol with no more bombs coming. <laughs> I don't want to see them anymore. So uh, the higher self are assuring me I can move on because we are still going to be releasing all of that that doom and gloom and the waiting for something bad to happen. So now we're going to move on to uh, more of the waiting pattern. And again, this is going to be covering that corollary that somebody else, something else um, is going to fix our lives for us, Uh, that we are puppets. We are under something or someone else's control. Uh, There is a puppeteer and we're the puppets and all of that. And I talked about that, I think, in last week so i want to though release it again the waiting for something to fix us uh the waiting for the weather to get better well i'm not going to be able to go out and walk because it's the rainy season so i can't really exercise uh you know because it's raining every day or whatever or it's way too hot um and i had that very same one my daughter moved to houston it's absolutely horrific it's like 90 degrees with a 99 percent humidity at 6 a.m. and i'm thinking oh i just can't walk well this last time when i was there in the middle of july i did i got up and i walked at 6 6 to 7 or 6 to seven thirty. it was hot i was sweating but i jumped into a shower and it was fine so, but for a number of years while she was living there, I wouldn't do it and I wouldn't exercise as a result. But again, I wasn't waiting for uh, something else to get better so that I could then take care of myself. I found a way to get up early enough. Actually, a couple of the mornings I was out by five. It was still dark because once the sun came up, it did add. So now not it's not it's that's not for everyone. Somebody else would find their own solution. To the, uh, to a problem like that. But I want everyone to really begin to release all those excuses we have not to take our life into our hands. All the reasons known and unknown, because the waiting one is a reason we might not have ever thought of. The waiting is one of the reasons. Waiting for the circumstances to improve so that something for me can improve. Um, waiting for the circumstances, whatever they be, to get better so that I have the opportunity then to change. We want to, we want to release all that belief system, all the ideas that something else has to change first before we can get help. Something else has to change first before we can get help. And if it can't be changed, then there's no other solution. Like the Houston weather was not going to change in July. But I found a way I would get up at 5 and go out before the light, before sun came up. And it made such a difference. I, I did get up one day when the light was um and sunrise, and that was suffering. So I realized, okay, let's get up before... um, sunrise and I was able to do it. That was my fix because as I said, but we want to see if we can find options, find opportunities, find possibilities without waiting for them to come. Um, And when we get rid of the waiting pattern, the more we do, those ideas come to us. How many years I went to Houston never occurred to me to get up before sunrise and I would actually be able to get a really decent walk and I think one morning I walked four miles. So who I would never have thought of that before, but because I continue to neutralize, I continue to work on all my patterns or whatever comes up, uh, including the waiting pattern, hello, I discovered there was an option for me. And that's the same for you. And I want everybody to really release all of that waiting for something else to change in order to make it right for me in my life. And I don't mean to say it over and over again, but you're going to be surprised when this healing is over and you go back and you're going through your life and you realize, oh my gosh, look at here, I'm doing that. Oh, And then you'll see, oh, I want to neutralize that. It's going to bring to your attention the times where you're waiting without even realizing it is so second nature to us, guys. So there is absolutely no blame here. There is no fault. This is part of the human condition, and it really is important, and everybody is now moving into the understanding that we don't have to wait. We don't have to wait to uh, in any way, shape, or form. We can just continue to release the patterns, the waiting, and pretty soon opportunities, solutions, um, changes and shifts in our perceptions, our ideas, our uh, Concepts, everything begins to change, and more and more we will become the directing identity. Okay. What's coming up now is very interesting. The higher selves are indicating this whole idea of it's somebody else's responsibility to fulfill us is very important. And I've talked about this in different ways because what's coming up now is if we have that, that waiting, well we're gonna wait, we will look to the external for our own fulfillment. So if we're waiting for someone to fulfill us, we are going to uh we we will not always, but we might have the tendency to go out there to Find ways to be fulfilled through other people. So this is part of the self-sacrifice pattern I talked about last week. When we, if we want to be fulfilled and feel like we're good people, that we believe that we have to go out there and uh, at the expense of ourselves, do something to have that, do something for others to help others so that we feel good about ourselves. Um, so that's one arena. So we want to release that again. I know I've talked about that, but it's the higher self brought it to my attention again. So it's very important that we work on self-sacrifice and the idea that in order to be fulfilled, it has to involve somebody else. And the other side of it is that somebody else has to also, you know, we can't be fulfilled unless somebody else is uh, fulfilling us. So it's a two- double-sided coin here and the fulfilling us we most often like i spoke of earlier feel you know if we just had the right partner we would be happy we would have the support we need we would have the help we need we would have the security we need we would have the finances that we need and so we're waiting for the other person the significant other or whatever it is, uh, whoever it is, whatever situation and condition that we are waiting for to come in and to make our lives right for ourselves. And it doesn't mean that somebody else might add a tremendous amount, but the, mo- the more, and you guys know this, the, the best possible way is for two people who are already self-fulfilled, self-loving, having self-worth, to then become partners. And they're sharing on an equal level and there's there's not a a dependency there or an expectation that somebody else be responsible for us so again let's release the whole idea that anybody else is responsible for us we are self-responsible and as i said earlier this is thank goodness we are because we're the ones that know how we want our lives to go. We're the ones that have the ability in this free will kingdom to shift and change and move our lives into the directions we want. Nobody else can do it for us. So if we were waiting for somebody else to be responsible for us, we who knows how long we're going to wait? And who knows if they're going to do it right, so to speak? Who knows if they really can fix us and can't, really can make us happy? Because probably they can't. If we can't make our own, if we can't be happy within ourselves, it'd be very difficult for someone else to make us happy. So it's very important that we release and neutralize the idea that somebody else is responsible for us. Well, the interesting thing is that this, I've just now gone back to the symbol on the on the hub that's within this beautiful uh, pure soul essence type light, this orb, this sunlight, symbolic sunlight within the the planet, the symbol is standing there, uh, just absorbing all the energies, feeling so positive about who it is, what it is doing, how it feels. It has a sense of centeredness, a sense of self-connection, a sense of self-worth and self-love. There is just It's just a very powerful image now that's coming, that's standing there. And I want all of us to see if you can connect with that image, knowing that that's, because it's a conglomerate symbol, that it is very, it it can see you too. And I want everyone to stand in that light uh, and sense, you know, um, okay, the higher self, they're sending that light of what I, that They're sending the energy from that symbol to each and every one of you around the planet. planet. And I want you to feel that energy returning to you. This is what you have created, each and every one of you, by doing some very powerful releases. And it is moving up, I see again, moving up the feet, moving up into the physical body, but it is also moving in through and around the totality of the Forever Now moment, bathing the entirety of of each of you at the soul level, Uh, past, present, and future. And it is just bringing tremendous empowerment, tremendous sense of self and self-connection. It's as if there's a... Somehow at the knowing level, the idea of being the self-directing identity, the, the idea of being in charge of your own life is is moved into the knowing level, not just held at the conscious mind, the mind level, you know, intellectually knowing something. It is knowing at that gut knowing level. And that is available for each and every one of you right at the moment. I'd like each of you to spend a few moments just feeling that knowing that it isn't about having to wait for anyone else, that you can create your life in the image that you wish to that you have all the tools, all the ability, you have the pure soul essence. It's the purest, most perfect point and most potent point of power for each and every one of you. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it's just permeating permeating the entirety of this forever now moment, permeating each and every one of us in our totality. And it's actually now also moving out in the same way the light did early on where it sort of expanded past the boundaries. Uh, They're not real boundaries. It's just an energy, but expanding past the forever now moment and bringing it to even more of the universe. And these are very kind of out there, concepts, guys, and I don't know how many of you can sense it or feel it or see it. Uh, I hope some do, and it's not all um, coming up with a lot of um, disbelief or something like that. Let's stand between belief and disbelief and just allow the energies to be what they are. You don't have to sense them or see them or feel them to to have them exist. We didn't sense and see and feel x-rays. We now can have discovered them and can measure them, but they were always here. They were always part of the universe. And then one day, we as scientists figured out a way and learned about them. So, so it doesn't matter. It's not based on belief. These energies are present and available to so many. And you guys are helping me send it out. The higher selves are really doing it. I wouldn't have even thought of it myself but in any case it's just absolutely phenomenal. Now, there is one other area that I do want to work on even though it seems like maybe the healing was over it really wasn't. The this is the area of self-doubt. Um there's a part of all of us that doubts that we can do it, that we can be self-responsible, that we can be uh that we can really change our lives because we've experienced Some things that have just never changed. They've always been there, whatever. And we just have a lot of self-doubt. Can we really do it? Am I capable enough? Are these energies all they cracked up to be? Whatever. We have so much doubt, and I want all of that to begin to release. And I feel it coming out of both the the stomach area, the solar plexus, the heart, uh, a lot of the heart. There's a lot of pain and suffering here, too, because we have suffered in this waiting pattern. We have suffered a lot, and there's been loss, a lot of loss, because whatever we've waited for never came into fruition, or maybe it came and then it quickly went away, whatever the it was. So there is also here grief and loss, a lot of pain, grief, loss, and suffering, and that has empowered the sense of powerlessness, the sense of self-doubt, the sense of, you know, can I really do it, and it's just... I feel it's just pouring right out of the heart and the solar plexus area. And I want everyone just to keep releasing. And I want to call in that divine flush again. Um, I want to activate a symbolic vacuum around all of us so that we can vacuum it out, suck it out. Because self-doubt is also pervasive. It's been taken on over eons of time. Ideas that we were losers and failures and incompetent. core examples of humanity we've been in many situations where we've been like uh lower you know uh, slaves or uh the untouchable caste kind of thing all over this universe wherever we've incarnated we've always all of us have played out of those kind of roles and so in those kind of lifetimes we took on a lot of the um the viewpoint of our owners, our handlers, our uh, those above us in whatever way, and so we want to release all of that that, ine- that feeling of inequality, that feeling of self doubt. That inequality feeling brings us to the point where we think, oh well, we don't have the ability. We, we would we if we wouldn't be slaves if we were able to take care of ourselves, or we wouldn't be born into the untouchable caste if we had any worth at all. So we carry a lot, those are those kind of things are tied in together, so please let those go. Both the the lack of self worth and the feelings of being inferior and not deserving. Whew This is big. And these are the the symbol (laughs) these are bombs from within. Okay? We did the bombs from without all those unexpected things, and now we have bombs from within, and the bombs from within are all the things the bad things that we think about ourselves that hold us stuck and so what I'm seeing is that now we're addressing the inside the internal bombs, the ones we carry um that that create more and that empower the waiting as well. So I want you to see them blasting through symbolically, blasting through your chest, through your stomach, through any chakra that you might be carrying it in, and that those ideas of I can't do it or or the doubt, a lot of doubt, doubt head, the the brow, the throat, the heart, the stomach, woo, the doubt. I see it coming out of every chakra. Let's just let that that doubt go. Self doubt, lack of self worth, the inferiority, and it's just booming out like, you know, like bombs moving from inside out, cutting through, and as, as they as they explode into the light, it's as if they're, I see them as like this shot of stuff moving out into the light, and there's really no, um, there's no target except for the light itself. And so once the bombs get out there, they start to dissolve and neutralize and disappear. So we're doing um, fireworks, guys. From within and we're sending the fireworks out so whatever is coming out let it go just spew it out into the into the light and allow all that stuff we don't need it anymore we don't need it they're old it's based on a lot of misunderstandings misconceptions misinterpretations just not understanding at the kind of levels that we do today okay the earth itself has a few bombs <laughs> I didn't focus on it before uh, with the external bombs uh, because I was focused on the symbol, but it does, and it is also releasing its own internal bombs. I have done some healing on the planet Earth, and I am hoping to do it again soon. We just had completely unseasonable rain here in L.A. The normal rain for July is .01 inch in 200 years. There's only one or two incidences of rain or something. I mean, it's they consider this rain we've had this july as a miracle it was over a quarter of an inch and it's it's flooding um in northern california it's just been huge i mean it's still a drop in the bucket for our drought but honestly this is a good thing and a lot of people work on the planet including myself with you guys so i'm planning to again do some more work on the earth but it is it is part of this healing too, and now I am seeing it releasing its own bombs. I don't know what they are, but I don't think I need to know. It's just, um, it's just so exciting though to see that the planet itself is involved in this healing. Wow! So it's bringing its own energy to help us heal, and it, our energy, and the whole setup today is helping it heal. So it is a, you know, this is all mutual. We're all helping each other. Oh, so great. I have to say, because I'm getting this image, that I'm seeing flotsam and jet, jetsam uh, coming to the surface of the oceans Now there's plenty already on the surface, but I see it and I see... It's coming to the surface and symbolically meaning it's coming up for healing. So it might mean that somebody is going to clear some of it away and, and start to clean the ocean. It could be actually material of that going on. It's already going on. People, There are wonderful people out there already doing that. But somehow by coming to the surface, there are going to be more opportunities or more possibilities presented to those of us who can help. Uh, in a more direct hands-on way there'll be more opportunities for us you know as the flotsam and jetsam reaches the surface it can wash onto beach onto beaches and then people can come and clear the beaches and so you're continuing to clear stuff from the ocean as it reaches the beaches so it's it's really it's just a small thing but you know that's the sim one of the the symbols that the higher self sent me when, when, when I said I really don't know what's going to happen. But it feels good to me that it is going to be because the, the, the planet does not have arms. <laughs> We're its arms. So we are going to be taking care of the planet more and more. And it's already happening. And it's just going to continue to expand and unfold. It's very exciting. All right. Well, with that, the higher self are indicating that it's putting each and every one of us in that Cocoon of energy. The planet itself is, has a cocoon around it as well. This cocoon helps us continue to process, continue to move forward, continue to um, clear and dissolve and neutralize and empower uh, th- that we've been working on with the um, the healing today. And also, it helps us acclimate to the shifts in the in the etheric body because we are shifting the energy field that we carry and the shift can cause uh jarring or some sort of schisming from time to time uh We can get have what seems to be of course it would only be perceived that way, not really can seem to be some issue like a headache or not feeling well in some way or maybe uh, whatever, but it's only a perception, so it's helping with that adjustment, helping with that uh processing and allowing it to move into the, um, the, the life pattern in a more, in a gentle way, as gentle way as it can. So, all right, so I'm just checking, I'm checking around the earth, around the symbol here just to see how each and every one of the souls are doing. We're all in a state of progress, that is really clear. And the connection from our feet to the pure soul essence of the planet Earth is still present. And I encourage you to add that into your amalgamation if any of you guys are doing the amalgamation and neutralizing for yourself. Um, I went through a number of years, and I never did did any amalgamation without it. But there's so much to do with the amalgamation process. Uh, I mean, so many options. As you know, and I change things up and and so i I sometimes unless I'm working specifically on manifesting from the abstract to the um, to the concrete uh I may not call it in as much anymore, but this is a good reminder that it helps even for moving out of our waiting pattern. It helps us manifest what we truly want at the uh abstract level to bringing it in in the material level, no matter what it is. Um, So I really want to encourage you all to utilize this divine material balance. It's a beautiful energy. I talk at length about it in my first book, uh, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. The Choices really explains how so much of the energetics work and gives you... um, help to do the amalgamation, and it explains a lot of, the, at least some of the major divine energies. Uh, it's kind of a primer, and I would recommend to everyone that you look into it, if you haven't already. It comes in uh, on, as iBook, you know, comes in Kindle and and all of that. It also is an eBook and a printed, uh, um, what do you call it, softbound cover book. You can get on Amazon, you can get it from me and wherever, so you are able to access that book and really understand some of the work that I do here. I don't go into detail. I've explained it many times on many shows. So I, because they're all archived, I, I don't repeat everything over and over again. So if you went in and you listened to the shows, you don't even have to have the book. You start beginning in 2011, my first show, and I start from there and I explain a lot of stuff and it does come up over time again in a different way, uh, sometimes with more detail or sometimes from a different uh, approach. Um, you're going to learn a lot either way, and so I encourage I cr- encourage you all to, to to take those step forward. You know, if you if you resonate with my work, it's available out there in many ways. If you're local, I have a meetup group. It's very exciting. Um, it's growing, and uh, a lot of people are attending on a regular basis because it's a very simple way to get layers of stuff neutralized, uh, you know, for, you know, you come in and it's very powerful energy just like it is on the radio. So I encourage you guys, use the radio shows, use them to uh, listen to and do the healings again and again, whatever healing really speaks to you. Maybe you have a big issue in that arena, listen to it again and again, pause it, be your directing identity. If things come up for you that I don't say, doesn't make me wrong. It just means that you get to have an opportunity to work on other, or other areas, other belief systems, other self-identities, other thoughts, other emotions. Whatever comes up for you as an individual, pause it and start to release. Start to release. Start to neutralize. And same with the empowerment. If you want to bring in an energy that empowers you in some way that I don't say, pause it. Bring that energy in. Become a participant in your own healing, and your own unfoldment. Okay, so um, that feels really good to me, guys. You all did amazing. How fun to have a new symbol. I don't know if it will come up like that for another few weeks or whether we'll get new things each time, but I'm excited. It's just really, really great. I thank you so much. You guys are so great. Thank you for being part of this show. It's, it's amazing. And please, you know, don't forget to reach out. Okay. It's not only, it's not just for me, but you understand whatever I get, I share back, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm going to share with the listeners so everybody benefits from it. If you have a good experience and you share it, they go, oh, wow, look at what could happen with me, or I thought I was the only one. If you have a bad experience, then it's an opportunity to say, hey, you know, this didn't feel good to me, what's up, and I can help bring in some understanding around it, and then anybody else who's had that kind of experience can say, oh, phew, I knew there was something, but I didn't really know why, so sharing is um, really a big part of the show, and I have not brought that in in the way that I would really like. So I'm going to work on myself to bring in more sharing. And I just <laughs> well, will continue to encourage you guys to share back. Again, my email is Janet at com or Janet at com. Or you can uh, go to my website, uh, Janet. JanetRichmond.com or HigherSouthVoice.com. There's a lot of information there. There's a lot of help there. A lot of it's free. All the archive radio shows are free, and you know, see what you can um, see what you can find. I think too, we've just recently added something. If you give the email, we send you my first book as a PDF. I think that's what happens. Now, if that doesn't happen, write me, send me an email, and I'll make sure that it's working because we just recently tried to get it on. It may not be working properly. Uh, That happens sometimes. We think, oh, great, we've done it, and then it doesn't work. So let me know. It's a way for you all to get actually that PDF of my book. Um, So you heard it here, guys. I'll announce at the beginning of the show down the line so people will have the more people have access to it. I just didn't think think about it in the beginning of the show. Okay, love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will be talking at you, with you, for you. <laughs> um, and hopefully, have someone talk back to me, have somebody call in maybe. Um, anyway, next week, I will be back. All right, have a good week. Bye-bye.